Welcome back to the What the Fumble podcast. Miles here to tell you that next week is Canadian Thanksgiving, Turkey Day in Canada. I know you're thinking, oh no, are they going to skip a week? But the answer is no. As a matter of fact, not only will a brand new episode of What the Fumble air on that Tuesday, we're also releasing our first Patreon-only episode of our second show, WTFAQ, a show where we answer your questions, play one-shots, try other systems, and everything else in between. This month, since it's October, we decided to do a little horror movie trivia, and it didn't take much for us to realize that we don't know a damn thing about horror movies. But we had a lot of fun recording it, and lots of laughs were had, so sign up to our Patreon to listen to that. Thanks a ton for listening, and here's episode 5 of Rip Fumble, Hardtack Tactics. found out all kinds of stuff last time all kinds of stuff slash has some weird thing going on yep, yep. something's going on it's evil sandals evil sandals yeah, at least i'm not wearing <laughs> socks and sandals oh man it's the spirit of the yuan he skinned and is wearing <laughs> mm, no mm, you, mm. it's it's double bad because it's scales and sandals oh okay oh, no. i see let's go around the table right quick i want to know what everybody's favorite horror movie is Adam, okay. what's your favorite horror movie? My favorite, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin it, in the Woods. It takes expectations and goes, ah, screw that. It Plus, is, uh, it's got uh, Thor. Getting, it does have Thor get, in it. Yeah. Not, not, not technically Thor, but I remember he, the hammer. That's it. Yep. I don't. It's a good movie, that's, though. It's a good one. That's a good answer. It's a good answer. I won't like. So we won't talk about it too much. I don't want to spoil yeah. it for anyone has seen it. But that's a good one. There's that's, a cabin. That's it's in worth, the woods. It, it is located it's right in, in the woods. Uh-huh. It is a cabin. Check it out. David, you got a favorite horror movie? Uh, when it comes to horror, I don't watch a whole lot, but I remember finding The Grudge really funny. I liked the the main antagonist of it, mainly for humor, but I guess if I had to pick... It's for the wrong reasons, but it'd probably be That's The Grudge. That's cool, though. I, I won't lie. Yeah. Like I watch a lot of horror movies for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Evil Dead, that kind of stuff comes to mind. And so I've never watched Evil Dead without laughing. And... Sometimes you're laughing at scenes that you're pretty certain you're not supposed to be laughing at. <laughs> and I found but, I got that a lot with the grudge and yeah, it kind of sticks yeah. out in my mind. It's like, what's up with this kid? Ah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's great. That's a good answer. I watch horror movies all the time for that same reason. I find a lot of them silly. Miles, you got one that's um, you a big fan? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a B-rated horror flick. Oh, nice. Uh, Dawn of the Dead Necropolis. Necropolis, specifically? Yeah, specifically. It's It's... Not exactly the same, like you know, um, uh, what's his face uh, that did Day of the Dead or whatever. Um, but uh, it's it's absolutely terrible acting. Um, and one line that sticks out to me was basically they go to this factory where they're making zombies, yeah. kind of thing. And they there's one line that says. 
they're not making soldiers. They're making uber soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be like a big mic drop moment. Right. And I'm just losing it. Like, oh. I remember watching that movie with you. Yeah, there was continuity errors abound. But yeah, it was like trying so hard. I'm going yeah. to hack into this database. Launch.exe. Like, <laughs> what? Nice. Good B-rated horror is something to be said about a good B-rated oh, horror. Yeah. So be a big uh, fan of the horror movie genre. Uh, I'm not like a huge fan, but I do have a favorite one that I saw recently called The Wailing. It's a Korean movie, and it's uh, it's the concept is pretty funny. It's about a Japanese dude who moves into a Korean village, and then like a bunch of weird start stuff starts happening. And then this one Korean dude in the village, he's just like, "Hey, man." This is this is weird, and it's because you're Japanese. I'm a hundred percent sure of it. You need to get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And they and everyone's whoa. like, "Whoa, dude, you can't listen. That is not the right attitude. It's not because he's Japanese. Just chill out." And then it turns out the Japanese dude is a demon who steals everybody's soul. So. Oh, <laughs> so it's not because he was Japanese. It's because he's, he's a Japanese demon. demon. No, because but, he's an oni. Yeah, it's because he's a demon. But the guy figured out it was probably because he's Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Colin, have you ever watched a horror movie with, like, outside of the covers with your face not covered by uh, sheets? Once by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a buddy, and he's, like, really into movies. And he's, like, he was, there was a time where we would, like, watch a movie a week. He'd, like, come over and be like, yeah, this one. This one's really cool. We should totally watch it. Um, and he made me he was like convinced that he like told me that in bruges was a comedy not it's not a com- i mean it's like got funny moments but it was like not a comedy i was uncomfortable for a yeah. lot of it um but in that same vein he was like yeah no i heard this one's really like artistic and like it's got an it's got a couple of actors that i've like worked with it's really cool um and so i'm like cool yeah let's watch it and he got me to watch The Conjuring, sight unseen. And I spent the entire time, like, curled up on my futon, just yelling at the screen. Just being like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, of course, of course, yeah. The doors are opening and closing. Just, sure, go down into the unlit basement where there's weird sounds coming from. Do that. Sure, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I just got really angry at the movie and also probably angry at myself for still sitting there and watching it. Yeah. Because I, I was unhappy. Did you sleep that night? I mean, probably, but... Mostly because I just, like, exhausted myself screaming at the TV. Yeah. I would watch Colin play Resident Evil. I would love to watch no, that. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> play that. Please. Dude, please. What was the, uh, uh, what were those Silent Hill games? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those, those were no. pretty They yeah. had a lot of jump scares. Yeah. Those are, uh, there's a lot of video games with jump scares. Video games would be pretty scary, especially if you throw some headphones on and like turn your lights off. I've probably been more scared from a video game than I have from a oh, movie. Oh yeah, like honestly. I mean, I can watch scary movies, but you give me like Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Oh, there's where, agency in video games. Yeah, exactly right, and especially in games like Amnesia, where it's like, no, the game tells you. You can't defend yourself. Your only option is to bloody run. Don't yeah. give him ideas. <laughs> <laughs> What's AC? Mm-mm-mm. Well, you guys want to get back into it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds I, like I, I, I well. want to go check out an unlit basement. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have fun with that. I I'll go, be up here. I want to go behind the doors. We're not allowed to be behind. That's it. I'm going to move. Is there another boat? Is there another boat? We're just going to like... Is the raft castle still around? There's a, there's a boat full of really nice people who aren't weird at all right next to this one. You guys want to play some D&D? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back <laughs> to it. Uh, we yeah we learned all kinds of stuff last week. Slash has something going on apparently. Uh, you notice quite a few weird things about this ship already. You notice none of the sailors have eaten since you've been aboard. You've been aboard about a day now. No one but yourselves has eaten anything. You didn't see them drink water, eat any food. The room above, or like the the room above the hold where you're in, in the stern castle, has very strange scent coming from it. Fairly certain it's formaldehyde. Someone seems to have dropped a barrel of formaldehyde up there. A couple drip drops creeping through the ceiling of the hold you're in. Uh, but night descended on this ship. Adolescent Colin left the stairwell, <laughs> waved goodbye, and went to bed. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna tuck myself in under my no, sheets. No, no, it's gotta be scared. in a language we don't understand. Ooh, da, da, oh, sorry. It. Yeah. Food? Le Food? Bye, guys. <laughs> Food? French. I'm fluent. So, night has descended upon the mercy. What do you folks want to do? What do you want to do to kind of remind you of your environment here? The hold you're in, there are two doors at the back of it uh, that lead to some... uh, You had seen a sailor go through those doors with a bucket of food and a bucket of water, was in there for a few minutes, came back out, both buckets were empty. Uh, And then there's a bunch of rooms upstairs on the main deck that you can't help but assume must be crew quarters that kind of thing you assume at least one of them has to be you know captain's quarters that sort of thing all seems to be on the main deck up top nighttime descends on the mercy what do the five of you do uh merlin like looks up at the at tess who, who he's holding up uh tess Shh. yes uh sorry uh do we need to go check the room upstairs I mean, I don't know where to start, but I know upstairs they're embalming bodies. And I don't like the idea of what that means for us if they say, Oh, yes, you're not allowed in there. Don't look. So I think, like, maybe it's innocent. Maybe they are bringing people home. Wait, you think they're making pickles up there? I don't know. I just... Pickles (laughs) (laughs) Pickles <laughs> Formaldehyde pickles oh, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. My bad <laughs> Like a good cucumber Dipped in formaldehyde <laughs> The shelf life on that though It's oh, true It's, it's true for a while. You can put that thing on the door of your fridge Leave it there for centuries Sparrows <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are buried <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys want to do uh, <laughs> sounds like we need to go up. So Merlin is gonna uh, try and like motion everybody very quietly and stealthily. Let's go upstairs and see what's in there. Uh, what's our lighting situation, by the way? 
Uh, down here in the hold at this point, it's pretty dark. I mean, it's, you know, it's nighttime on the ocean. So those of us who don't have dark vision, you know, like myself and Merlin, um, are we going to need, we're probably going to need some kind of light source, I would imagine. Or is this like pitch black or is there like torches and there's braziers? A, there's an oil lantern, single oil lantern hanging in the, the room you're in. Feel free to take it off the hook and bring it with you if you want. Uh, it's up to you guys how you want to deal with the light. Without any light source, it is pitch black for those of you with no dark vision. The crew doesn't seem to have put any, they haven't flipped any switches and turned the lights on at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lights? Uh, Food? Lights? On the note of lights, um, that small hole I've poked up um, into the forecastle. Mm-hmm. Is there any light coming down from that, or is it just, is whoever's in there? going around in pitch darkness yeah there's no light poking down through there either that's concerning i vote that we all just stay put don't do anything and hope this all blows over slash is going to step out (laughs) and go back to the two doors that he was barred from okay from adolescent colin um he's gonna motion over to lustra and or sorry before he leaves he's gonna grab lustra and just be like Follow me, just in case. You know I can't see anything if we leave this room without this lantern. Stand over there, and um, uh, Slash points to like the center of the room between the two stair- staircases as he works on the um, uh, lock, or he's going to check in the first place if those doors are locked. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Investigation. Uh, 22. 22. Very, very good. You look down where there should be a handle. You re- there's no handle on the door. It is doesn't appear to be locked. From this perspective, it would be a push door uh, from where you're standing right now. What you do notice, however, are tiny little, looks like arcane symbols kind of etched into the wood where there should be a doorknob. And if you kind of push against the door a little bit, it it doesn't budge. Well, it would seem they don't want us in here. Um, Is there much of a gap underneath the door? Minimal. Minimal? Not not enough to see through. Not enough to see through? Not even if I slid a mirror under there and then tilted it? I doubt no not even that and then started spinning it around as hard as he could (laughs) (laughs) no okay um he's gonna look back to lustra and say i don't suppose you could break this door down or at least and realizing his size and his hands and whatnot i don't know maybe push it open a bit stronger than i can uh, yeah, I can certainly try, but wouldn't that be noisy? Don't we not want attention? Slash rolls his eyes. Can't you just pick the lock? There's no lock to pick. What's... Then how is it's, this lock? It's magical. So you're expecting me to break a magic door? You're bigger than I am. It's only wood. Yeah, but it's... Okay, uh, would Lustra know anything about magic locks? You can make an arcana check. Oh boy, because I'm so good at those. (laughs) And I got an 18. With an 18, Lustra, you notice that among these runes, there's few symbols you recognize. This door is 
warded in a way that the only people who can open this door without brute force are undead. I knew it. I hate it. Thanks. Uh, so, after looking at the runes, look back to Slash. I hate to say it, but I think only undead can open this. Slash's eyes, you know, widen for a moment. Undead. When I say only undead can open it, like, only undead can open it casually, I suppose. By looking at the door and looking at the seams, yeah, you could brute strength this open uh, Mm -hmm. with a high enough check. Yeah, that would probably make noise. Is what I'm getting at is being undead seems to be the only easy way through this door. I mean, so I'm still going to say the whole undead element, but I mean, and I could try and give it a a shove, but I think... Slash puts up a hand to Lustra. Okay, so that tells us some very important things, especially that the crew is undead. Is, and he sort of, you know, furrows his eyebrows. I suppose that makes adolescent Colin undead, doesn't it? I suppose it would. He didn't look the part, that's for sure. Uh, Slash is going to double back to the group and relay all of that information. Well, I mean, if if they're undead, they're very well reser- preserved because of all the embalming fluid. Seems to make sense. So do you think they have... None of us noticed any undead look. Do you think they're preserving themselves with that, with that formaldehyde? Or it's, do you think it's a glamour? I think that the doctor probably has something to do with this back in Dominia. I hope they don't do anything nasty with my tooth. (laughs) Come up, there's a little zombie dragon. (laughs) Just a zombie tooth. (laughs) I'm gonna get you. Uh, well, so we know they're undead, and we're still, what, a day or two away from Dominia? Do we really want to force our hand here on the deck, or do we want to wait till we make landfall before we make any moves? I'm not sure we would have enough time for that. We don't know what their plans for us are. I will say this. We were all passengers on a sailing ship. I don't know if any of us sail. That's a good point. I really don't know my way around a steering wheel, to be honest. So if we're going to check out these rooms, we want to make sure that we do it without being seen, and I think brute force is not the answer. No, you're not wrong. You aren't wrong. But I still feel like we need to know more about our saviors than... Just hard tack and water. I feel like taking a visit to the captain's quarters to find out perhaps a manifest would be something worth looking into. Maybe a list of names, see what's going on. So that way when we're in Dominia, we're not simply wandering around like undead looking for brains or something. Or, I mean, we could put it to a vote. Should we bang down the door? I don't think we even need to vote. Let's save this room for later and uh, check something else out. And we should all uh, we should all like move maybe to the other side of the ship and take a look at those doors, see if they got any locks on them. The doors you just opened were the only doors on this level. Okay. Uh, so at this point, if you really if you want to investigate further, the the solution would be to go up top from at this point. All right. Well, yeah, Merlin will uh, go find the stairs. To go to the top deck and yeah. Uh Tess knowing that humans don't really 
manage to maneuver very well in the darkness will um go up with him and just like just take his arm and just be like be careful lead the way sure once you guys get up to the top deck too there's a little bit of uh it's uh, not quite as overcast as it was uh, last night. So there's a little bit of starlight. There's a moon here. Uh, so there's a little bit of light up top. Not a whole lot, It's not, but it's not pitch black. Uh, and you get up top, you notice there's still one sailor in one of the crow's nests. There's two crow's nests here, one on, on top of each mast. There's a sailor in uh, the front crow's nest. There's a sailor behind the wheel. And there's a second sailor on top of the aft castle, just kind of leaning on the rail, just probably a navigator, so a spotter uh, for the guy at the wheel. So it looks like there's three sailors in the visible vicinity of where you're at. One in a crow's nest, two on top of the aft castle by the wheel. Just to get it out of the way before going upstairs, uh, Lenar is just going to rub the leather on her corset uh, mumble a few arcane words and cast mage armor on herself. Okay, sure nice. thing. All right. Well, I think it's sneaky time. We gotta like, uh, kind of like lay low and try and get to a door without anybody noticing. So, which door? Which door? There's two doors leading into the stern castle, and there are two doors leading into the aft castle. I l- Merlin looks over to the rest of the crew and kind of like points over it to like aft castle doors, stern castle doors. Where do we want to go? I figure the one opposite the captain's wheel, because that's where there's two of them already. I think that's a good idea. The one furthest from that, that would be the stern castle. Yeah, so we'll yeah. go to the stern castle. Front part of the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. All right. Which one would have the best eyes on it from the lookouts? Uh, but probably both the same. Like he, yeah. he's very much capable of seeing both of them. It's more a matter of where is he looking at. You know, in the okay. in the moment. But he's where the crow's nest position. You can totally see all four of the doors. Okay. All right. I think maybe Tess and Merlin should stealth their way to the stern castle door. Just see if there is like a lock on it, like the one we saw before. You guys wait at the stairwell, and then we'll give you a signal if it's good to go. Okay. Yeah. I mean... All right. You are my eyes, Tess. So the two of you, Merlin and Tess, are going to kind of stealth their way to the stern castle door yeah. and try to see if it's locked. Yes. Okay. Um, Let- I'd like to also just listen to see, because we someone was in the stern castle when we were downstairs. Sure, yeah. Let's start with that stealth check from both of you. Merlin gets a total of 18. Tess. <laughs> ah, boy. Tess gets an eight. Aww. Okay. And where are the where are you other three? Are you Basically. just kind of like acting cool on top deck? You, you, you're allowed to be up here, right? So it's up to you guys. Yeah, so I figure where, maybe Lustra would most likely be maybe towards the aft castle so we can get better earshot of the lookouts by the captain's wheel. Okay, so you're close enough that you can kind of hear hear what's going the guys on, on top of the aft castle. Sure. Yeah. Where does Slash want to be? Um, Slash would also be closer to the door, best he can. The uh, stern castle uh, door. Yep, the stern castle door. Okay. Uh, and just you know, sort of peering out over the water, but like with his back to to the stern castle. So you're door. looking over the rail, trying to act cool, Lenar. Where are you at? 
Uh, she's going to lean up against one of the masts and pretend to be writing in her book. Just chilling against Just chilling. the mast. Give, you know, different spots for okay. the Okay, the two on Team Stealth there. Give me Investigation. Merlin gets a 17. 17 is enough to notice those same glyphs that you notice, the same ward that you notice downstairs. This door is only easily openable by undead. These two here on at the Stern Castle, however, do seem to have a set of locks as well. So the two up top seems that you have more than one way of getting in easy. You could pick the lock or you could be undead. Okay. If I were to pick the lock, am I going to need like a special like tool for this? Like yeah, a lock you pick? A, you need a lock pick. I yeah, a lock thieves pick. tools. Okay. I uh, look over to Tess and point over to the lock. You got anything for this? I'm sorry, breaking and entering isn't really something we do in Celeveste. <sighs> Darn. I, uh... Merlin, like, motions over to the other people who are just kind of, like, acting cool and, you know, lets them know it's a no-go on on the Stern Castle doors. So, uh, we'll, uh, sneak away back, uh, over to them and start acting cool ourselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, do you mind if we talk rules for a second? Just sure, what do you need? Um, what kind of armor is Merlin wearing? Oh, good question. I'm wearing chainmail. So you would have disadvantage on all stealth checks? Oh, is that how that works? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Roll again. Okay, got a nine total this time. Nine total, so nine is what we're gonna go with. Okay, cool. cool. Sorry. No, it's all good. That doesn't immediately change anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we gotta go try those aft castle doors one way, one how. All right. Um, I guess we're the we're the go squad. Let's let's go do another one. Stealth our way over to Aft Castle. You want to rinse, repeat? Rinse, repeat. Yeah, Slash is going to saunter over to the other side, again, looking over the rail, you know, sort of side-eyeing these two, keeping an eye on them, just okay. in case something happens. I like it, doing some sauntering. We haven't done some good sauntering since episode <laughs> one. Yeah. 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 But boy, did we do some good sauntering in episode <laughs> one. I think everyone except Lustra. Yeah. Sounds Maybe even right. Lustra. It was, no, I don't think David said it. I no, don't I don't believe I did. saying it. But everyone else at the table sauntered the hell out of episode one. <laughs> it's the poofy and side eyes, man. Yeah, it's all because no, all man. y'all got poofy shirts and I don't. That's what it is. It's I'm poofy shirts to, that make you saunter. That, yeah, yeah, they have that side <laughs> effect. I'm glad to see some sauntering going on. <laughs> Why don't you guys give me an investigation on that uh, aft castle door? Sure thing. All right. While that's happening, just Looster still keeping an ear out on the people at the wheel. Okay, Merlin gets a 15. Okay. Uh, Tess gets a 9. All right, 15 is enough. You notice the exact same setup. That weird little undead glyph and a lock that could be opened by a lockpick. Okay. They really got this place under wraps, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, and Tess is going to sort of like awkwardly pretend to yawn and be like, oh, boy, we sure have had a long day. Better go below decks to take a nap. Um, and she sort of like looks at 
just like sort of like tries to look meaningfully at everyone just trying to convey the idea of like we need to talk because like we don't seem to be getting much done back downstairs yeah and tess sort of like looks frustrated as we're all convening and she says i don't think we're going to be able to get anywhere without the help of one of the crew members so she like looks to Selash. we either lie to them about something and say that we heard strange noises and they need to go investigate and then we knock them out or something i don't know but the only way we're going to do something stealthily is if someone can pick a lock can any of you pick a lock slash shakes his head same with lenara Lovely. None of you have a lockpick. Not one of you. Not even the wantee, really. <laughs> what was that Whoa. supposed to mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> I think we all know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> Can your dad sue the door open? Oh, oh yeah. Let me give him a call. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have the old-fashioned way, and that's with brute force. And I look over to Merlin. I mean, it's loud, but. If we do that, we probably have to be prepared to, you know, defend ourselves either with words or by action. Well, here's how I see it. The way I see it is we break down one of these doors. When they come to investigate, we feign some kind of, oh, I felt sick and I was looking for somewhere to puke or I was looking for something to to wipe up the puke. I don't know. The point is we need to break something down in order to figure out what is going on on this ship. Lenara wants to know if we can open the doors with an undead body. Basically, if we use the undead as like a battering ram or a key, if that will break the rooms. <laughs> You're not sure. Not sure? Oh, sounds like a one well, way to find out. Are you going to go kidnap adolescent Colin? <laughs> she suggests that and goes, perhaps, um, you know, food. And we'll get him down here and whatever happens, happens. If we needed something, the captain did say to ask for him. That's it. And you want to know what? At the end of the day, we can determine if he's undead or not. If it makes you feel better, he's probably not meat anymore. Let's nope, find nope, that right. boy. Let's find that boy. Uh, would any of us had seen where his room would have been? Mm, I guess let's call it a. I suppose a perception check. It's almost like a retroactive perception check. So if you kind of notice throughout the day. Uh, but yeah, let's somebody give me perception. Uh, eleven total. Eleven total. You're not sure, uh, but you, pretty confident, none of them are, none of them are staying in that room that's in the hold, the room downstairs. You're you, aside from the one guy who went in and came back out a few minutes later, no one else has gone in that room. So you're fairly certain wherever he is, it's in either the stern castle or the aft castle. It's in one of them. Along with pretty much everyone else, right? Everyone else is out of sight, and that's the only places they could be. We're going to have to kidnap one of these guys on top deck. It's the only way. Um, I've got a better idea. Rather than kidnapping, we just need to lure them down. Frankly, there's no vision down here, so I feel like us breaking into the chicken hut might not be the worst thing that we could do. Um, And it's a matter of breaking it down. They come down to investigate. We feign that something got loose, and that gives us free leave to make noise around the ship as they're investigating. And any noise we make, we can simply blame on the, on the chickens. Hmm. Okay. 
Why don't we make baka noises down here with your minor illusion, have them come in, and when they check on the people downstairs, we effectively put a foot in the door as it's closing. You need some bad chicken noises? I know a guy. You know a guy? <laughs> it's not you, though. It's, no, no. It's not you. Well, it depends. If you, I do an amazing impression of a bad chicken impression. You do great bad chicken impressions. Right. My actual chicken impression is... You haven't heard it yet, but it's on point. Oh, okay. I can't so wait. So as soon as we hit mainland, we're headed straight to a farm, right? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Pig there you farm. Go. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> then we get to hear we're your big impression. Colin with. So <laughs> let me see. Make sure I'm picking up what you guys are putting down. You want to go downstairs and make... You're going to use some magics to make some chicken noises and hope to lure somebody down here. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. I think yes. so, yeah. Then when they try and go in the door, effectively, it's going to be that, like, you know, sneaky spy movie. As the door is closing, you just, like, put your foot in the door and then try and go. Okay. Who is our most stealthy? It is not me. I believe that would likely be myself. I got an okay stealth. Well, perhaps you two should... Can we use any of the uh, cargo and debris to hide you while somebody's going in there and you can burst from there so you can easily get the door open? Sounds doable to me. Who's who's actually the stealthiest? Who wants to try that? Uh, I have plus five. And David oh. just held up four fingers. Which I guess is <laughs> so, plus four. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Um, also, I have a really dumb idea and i'm sorry if it takes too long to explain um can i get a small piece of wood like a slat put a dart through it sort of try to nail it um above one of the doors like and like have it loose enough that it'll swing it'll swing like when the door is open so it just like swings down to block it to block the door Uh, yeah just give me a uh uh, you guys are going through with this this plan. We can start. We'll get to the rolling once the plan's in action. Cool. But, but yeah, uh, you can certainly try to do that. I'm yeah. just going to take a roll when we get there. Cool. Is this the plan? That's the plan. All right. All right. All right. Well, these, these are all downstairs. Who's sounds like someone's going to start by making chicken noises. Yep. That'll be Slash. It's going to go ahead and uh, minor illusion. Minor uh, illusion. Yep. What's his chicken noise sound What's like? What's his chicken noise? He's just going to edit it so it's even worse. Six out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, so we start making chicken noises. I'm guessing probably fairly loudly, too. I mean, you want to make them loud enough that they hear up top and and become concerned enough to come investigate, right? That's the the dream. Yes. I will aid with prestidigitation of, like, a bucket being tossed over here and there or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And Tess is going to try to be helpful and say, Oh, no! What is this happening Well, why doesn't here? Tess give me, give me a uh, sleight of hand check to see if you can set up your little door catch? Cool. Please roll more than a five. Twenty. Twenty. Dirty so twenty. You, you successfully... You, I'm assuming you have darts. Uh, yes, I have ten. Uh, so you successfully set that up. Now, who's doing the actual stealth? Who's hiding? 
Uh, I believe that was going to be me. Go for it. Okay. Give so. me that stealth check. You're like a four foot three dragonborn, right? Uh, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 on the stealth check. Mm-hmm. Pass on setting up the little door stop. You got some fake chicken noises on the go. Yep. Few moments pass. Now the rest of you, you know, Lustra's by the door, hidden so that you can and get your foot in there and do anything you might need to do. The rest of you, you're just kind of chilling in the hold, acting naturally. Is anyone doing anything in particular? Hmm. Maybe the best thing is if we all act perplexed, like, hey, what's this noise going on? Slash is going to feign looking around, like, what? What? I don't get it. What? <laughs> sure. Same. After a few moments pass, sure enough, you hear in that strange throaty guttural language a sailor come down but it's not one that you it's not the captain it's not the doctor and it's not young colin it's just one of the random sailors probably the guy who is uh, a spotter on the aft castle comes down he's grumbling in that throaty language uh looks around he you know he's heard the chicken noises he's shaking his head and he starts walking towards those doors opens them with ease like it's nothing and would I be able to interject to try and, you know, maybe even stick something in between the jam and the door so that it doesn't close all the way? Yes, Tess already has, like, that oh, little yeah. dart set up, so it swings down, and you want to put, kind of put your foot in the door as well, or what, what's your plan here? What's Lustra's objective? Uh, I just want to s- see what's inside. Okay, you take a quick peek in the room as this guy is going in. You see there's a bunch of barrels that are fastened like against the the walls of the room. They're held in place by some rope. Looks like at least a dozen of them kind of lining the, the walls of this room. Mm-hmm. In the very center of the room, uh, there's a trap door in the floor. Looks to be about five by ten feet. That's uh, a pretty big door. Right in the floor, there's nothing else. And this sailor kind of walks in, goes for the trap door, but then notices the door. You kind of see him start to look over his shoulder. He notices the door hasn't shut behind him. Do you want to do anything? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce back and get out of sight. You kind of get up against the wall. He notices. He looks at this dart that's stopping the door from closing naturally. He kind of looks up at it, rips it out of the wall. Doesn't really say much. Closes the door behind him. He's gone with your dart. You have nine darts now. God damn it. Uh, I'll go over to the rest of the crew. Uh, Hey, so there's a humongous trap door on the other side of that door and some barrels. But that's all I saw. Like, this this was an incredibly large trap door. All right. As I see it, there's not much else way around it. We need a key. Do we try and knock this guy out on his way back? knock him out or chop off his arm that's why they were okay with chopping off the arms well we got we got to decide quick before he gets back because who knows how long it's going to take are we are we taking this guy down or not we need to get in that trap door and yeah we need to get through there so we just need a key to get through the the ship as far as i'm concerned we get him down here we kill him we chop his arm and we throw the body overboard away we go Okay, well, that's the plan then. All right, so as soon as he comes through that door, we all jump him. Because he's, he's going to come back from, you know, the not chicken room. 
Yeah, we can't let him make a peep. Someone's going to have to grab him very quickly. Matter of fact, you already hear kind of footsteps. You hear that trap door. He's coming out any moment now. He just quickly realized that there's no chicken noises downstairs. Lenara readies a dagger. Uh, Lustra is going to get go to the, the one side and get ready to grapple him. Okay. And uh, Merlin will... Well, Lenara has a dagger. Merlin will uh, have his longsword ready also. You're going to pull out your longsword? Yeah. Yep. Slash is going to stay behind Lustra, and he's just going to be ready uh, to see what happens. And Tess will ready her spear. Let's put your tokens on the map and roll some initiative, boys. Oh, boy. boy. Yeah. This is going to be an isolated combat oh, where wow. we win immediately. Oh, don't worry. Uh, I'm, I'm su- still probably worse. I suppose this is probably the best time to roll a natural one. <laughs> on initiative, yeah. yeah. On initiative. Nothing bad happens, right? That's what you think. <laughs> That's what you think. Where's the actual map? Are you looking for this one? Yes. Yeah. Has everyone rolled? I yes. have rolled. Yep, yep I've rolled. Lustra, what'd you get? Three. Oh. Lenara, what'd you get? Four. Colin, what'd you get? 18. What'd Merlin get over there? 21. And Salash? 14. Man, this sucks. I'm, I'm going to be the guy to pin him. I'm probably going last in all of this. It's going to be awful. Here's yeah, a- I mean, we either take him down quick and quiet or we fight this whole <laughs> ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the ship that we don't know how to sail, and we're God knows how far away from, you know, land. Can't be that hard. <laughs> she said I wouldn't tell you guys when yeah. they're going until round two. Exactly. Everyone's rolled initiative. Mm-hmm. You hear footsteps coming towards this door. I mean, you're very confident that he noticed that dart, too. Like, he immediately noticed the door not closed behind him. So you feel like he knows what's up. Yeah. Merlin, you're going to be the first to act as the door swings open and this sailor comes walking out. What do you want to do? Uh, Merlin is going to ready an action, and that readied action is decapitation. <laughs> he's, well, I mean, he's, he's walking out. He's within your range. If you just want to, you don't have to hold... The ready to action immediately triggers. Uh, the, well, here's here's what I really want to happen. I want to wait until somebody has a hand over his mouth so he doesn't make a sound, and then I want to swing my sword. Oh, okay. So you're gonna hold an action in hopes that somebody silences this guy. If this Correct. guy, if if you're if you feel like he can no longer make sound, you're swinging. That's right. Yep. Okay. Okie dokie. Tess. Same situation. This sailor. Opens the door, starts walking out. You can see Merlin standing right next to the door, long sword in hand, ready to decapitate. He's just scared there might be a scream involved. What do you want to do? Uh, well, I thought we were going violent, and yeah, I think, yeah, I think Tess is going to just try to stab him center of mass maybe puncture along so Going he can't scream for the stab let's do this thing god please don't miss okay uh 16 to hit 16 to hit is a hit okay you take your spear shove it through the belly oh man 
Let's roll some damage. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, okay. oh man. Okay, uh, seven. Seven points of damage. As you stab this thing, you realize there's almost like a resistance. Body almost pushes your non-magical spear out of the wound. You don't do quite as much damage as you were hoping, but now that this sailor has noticed all of you standing outside the door, he grins this evil grin and kind of hisses at you and shows you the two very vampiric teeth in his mouth. And immediately you start wondering, wait a minute, the fuck is this? This guy was in the sun yesterday. They're in the water. They're surrounded by running water. Everything you know about vampires tells you that he's in an environment that they cannot exist in, and yet this guy seems a lot like a fucking vampire. Oh, no. Tess, you got anything else you can do? (laughs) I... I've got some fear, uh, and through that fear, I am going to just, like, the adrenaline spike's gonna hit. Um, she's gonna, like, jam the spear in. She's gonna, like, grin. Her eyes are gonna open super wide, and she is just going to try to ram her fist down his throat. Um, and if that doesn't work, because it probably won't, she's gonna do it again. Um, and she is going to spend a key point to use a flurry of blows. Oh, I see, so your bonus action, bonus action flurry of blows, which gives you two punches? Is that punches? Is that right? Yeah. But the first punch is a natural one. Man, what you're already fuck, way the fucking over your head. What <laughs> nonsense! Oh, this is gonna make it really bad. I'm gonna blame Salash because he oh. suggested violence. Oh, this is good. This oh, is really good. You wanna? Why don't you grab a piece of paper out oh, of here? More than anything. Oh man! And let's see what happens to you. Okay. Oh, that looks like a long one. Great. <laughs> oh, neat. Uh, this one's called Pop and Lock. Make a strength saving throw, DC 15. On a failure, you dislocate your shoulder and have disadvantage on attacks and ability checks until an action is used to make a successful medicine check to pop it back in place. Good lord, give me that strength (laughs) saving throw. 15, or you dislocate your shoulder. What happens if I fumble the saving throw? My arm falls off? We'll get the bone saw. We'll get the bone saw. (laughs) Cut the arm, cut the arm. (laughs) Let's hope we get to answer that question. Oh, thank God. 16 minus 1. 15. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just barely make the save. Sounds like you're okay. okay. Obviously, still a miss. Still Mm -hmm. a very, very mad miss. You do not dislocate your shoulder. That's good. Great. Let's try that again. For you. Because the first one went so well. Let's do it again. Oh, God. Okay. Well, that that was your left. You're, You're using your dominant hand now. All right. 21. 21 is a hit. Solid punch. Thank goodness for five. Five points of non-magic punching. Yep, so far. 
Okay, same kind of deal. You, you can tell your punches aren't having the desired effect. This thing seems to be a little resistant to your punches. Lovely. Is there anything else uh, Tess can do? Uh, she can move, but she doesn't want to get, like, grabbed by a vampire. So she's going to stay where she is. an opportunity attack if you move. Slash, what do you want to do? Slash, seeing this creature bear a fang, he bears one of his own um, and just speaks... Even vampiric flesh is weak. And he's going to go ahead and cast Bane on him. Okay. Um, Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. DC 13. Charisma saving throw. You know what stat's pretty high in vampires? Charisma. Charisma. (laughs) We're level two. I'm hoping. Do you think my vampire's level two? (laughs) I don't think we were supposed to fight these guys. My vampire is now level two. Uh, sorry, what was it again? DC 13. DC 13, no kidding, I got a 12. Oh! oh, oh got a 12. Nice. Exigente, so he is baned. Which means what? Uh, which means he rolls a D4 um, uh, on any attack or saving throw. Minus four to all, yeah. or minus one D4 on minus all attacks and saving it's, throws. It's reverse bless. Reverse bless, yep. yeah, no doubt. Minus one D4 on all attacks and saving throws. Anything else Slash can uh, do? He's going to go ahead and back off uh, ten feet there. Okay. Um, I don't think he's within melee range of the vampire, so I think we're all good. And he's going to end his turn. Okay. This is the point where you find out where the vampire is in initiative. It's right here. Oh, it's, no. He's here in initiative right here. Oh, wanna, my excited. Want to use that attack there, Merlin? It's coming. It's coming. Great. Uh, I mean, the ready to attack, you know, the thing with the ready to attack, you have to have very specific triggers, and your trigger is you will swing when you're confident this thing is incapable of making noise. That's right. And with a scream, it starts to slash at Tess. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> An eight to hit Tess is going to be a miss. Thank goodness. And then he kind of reaches, leans into you, and shows you those beautiful, beautiful, pearly, spiked vampire teeth. And gets a that's plus. So he gets a twenty-two to hit on oh, his bite. No, that's even with a minus D four. Oh yeah, minus uh, a D four. Good call. Good oh. call. What did I say? <laughs> twenty-two. We're down to twenty-one to hit. Oh wow! Surprisingly, still hits. <laughs> Great. You take nine points of piercing damage. Jesus Christ! Thank God we're level two. How you feeling? Well, um. Nine was my full HP bar uh, at level one. I have less than twice that many hit points now, so not great. Not great. Uh, Well, you're going to take an additional nine points of damage. Oh, boy. Are you down? I am down. All right. You go unconscious as you watch this vampire bite into Tess's neck, but the rest of you... Actually, why don't the rest of you give me just a quick perception? Oh, boy. Uh, 16. Luther got 8. 9. Also 9. So, Slash, you notice that the vampire almost seems to control himself. He goes in for the bite. Uh, Well, you notice two very strange things about the bite. One 
all the stereotypical vampires you remember reading about go for the neck, right? They go for the jugular. This thing kind of turns Tess's, pushes Tess so that her body is almost turned away from him. And he goes right for the top vertebrae on the back of her neck. Oh. And as soon as he bites, he gets that hungry look on his face and stops himself, kind of reels himself in. And Tess falls to the ground, but you're fairly certain she is stabilized. It looks like that was probably non-lethal damage. You also watch as the wound that Tess delivered with her punches and spear close right back up. Stiletto, what do you want to do? Lenara, what do you want to do? What am I supposed to call you, honestly, at Uh, this point? Now, Lenara, if we get back to Waterdeep, maybe Stiletto. So, Lenara, what do you want to do? Uh, uh, Different than what I wanted to do that attack ago. Colin, Uh, do you plan on making it to round two of any combat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, turns out all of the other people around this vampire just either did nothing or ran away, so I'm I'm, I'm the tank. I'm the main tank of the party. I haven't gone yet. She is going to put up her hand in a... just to try and stop this thing from just eviscerating us and going, hey, hey, now, now, we haven't stolen anything. We technically have not gone gone in through the doors. We have not broken any rules. We are willing to stand down. And then she's going to step forward and uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds on Tess. Going to make it to round two. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> How do you do on the Cure Wounds? Oh, oh, I got an eight for 11 points of healing. Very oh, nice. Oh, shit. So, Tess, you Max. get 11 points of healing back. That was your action. Uh, anything else you want to do? Um, Unfortunately, this is one of the sailors that is not that proficient in common. Kind of gets, like, sees your hands up trying to, like, yeah. almost pleading fashion. And in that strange throaty guttural language, just like he points at this spear stab wound in his belly. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Does not see. <laughs> she just sort of down. shrugs her hands and goes, I understand. <laughs> Anything else? Oops. Um, she's going to back off. I guess 20 feet from Tess's body. And that's it. Lustra? Uh, well, considering we're in combat. Lustra is gonna haul out his his combat femur and his axe. He's gonna come wailing down with his combat femur, but as he grabs it and he's starting to focus, that funny little bauble on his horn starts to glow a bit. And I'm gonna cast Ensnaring Strike. So let's see if I hit. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 is a hit. So you need to make a strength save. DC is 12. Remember, you have a minus D4. Minus a D4. Oh, it's not looking good for you. Minus three. That puts me at a 17. What did you say the number was? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's a 12 was the 12. DC. I made it. Well, Damn regardless, it. it's still I would still get my weapon damage. So that's going to be six damage. Six points of, of damage. Of non-magical bludgeoning yeah, damage. Yeah. Six points of non-magic bludgeoning. Anything else Looster can do, wants to do? Uh, Just impose, I guess. Impose? 
Yep, I, I, scary. I, 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 have, I, I have a feeling that uh, this isn't going to, we're, we're, we can't de-escalate at this point, so I'm just going to stay in their face. Okay, stay right up in there. Merlin? Yeah, Merlin's going to wait no longer, and he's going to swing his sword. All right, a 7 plus 5 makes that a 12 to hit. 12, unfortunately, is a miss. Well, we're going to blow an action surge and oh, do it again. Oh, boy. Our first little action surge from the fighter. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> is it a 1? No. No, it's uh. a 4, it's so which makes it a 9, which is still a miss. Two. Oh, fuck. That sucks. You blew your action surge to miss again. At least it's not a 1. At least it's not a 1. Very true. Oh, boy. Anything else Merlin would like to do? Uh, no, Merlin's just going to look at the vampire and tell him that his dad knows a lot of lawyers and he better be careful. Threaten <laughs> <laughs> <Breton> lawsuits. <laughs> Tess, you're back up with, I think, 11 hit points somewhere around there. What would you yep. like to do? You're lying prone on the ground. Uh, I mean, he held, like, would I, I wouldn't have known that he held back when he bit my spine. I'm going to stand up and stab him in the neck. Okay. I'm going to die so hard. Natural 20. Oh! Oh. Apparently I just have to be really, really scared and things go well. There you go. It's almost like we're, it's almost like you got to feel dread in the domain of dread for things to work. That's they're appropriately named. Oh, buddy. And we're going to have to dispose of this body if we even kill him. Uh all right, and that is 11 plus 3 is 14. 14 points of damage. That's a lot of damage. That's yeah. some some level 2 damage right there. Heck yeah. That is some level two damage. If only it didn't do half of that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm going to uh, just be just like hold up my spear like sideways and use my bonus action to spend my other key points to enact patient defense. I'm just going to look awesome. to try to jam the wood into his mouth if he tries to bite me again. You take a defensive position. Smart move, Slash. Um, Slash would like to move within 10 feet of the vampire. Come on up. Yep. And... Let's make it five. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do that. And Slash is going to, you know, throw out a hand and cast Poison Spray. Okay. Uh, that's a save or suck DC 13 con save. Sure. Save or suck? <laughs> yeah. Deals poison damage, obviously. Uh, uh, Minus a D4. Uh, oh, thanks again. Minus D4. Is Bane concentration just... It is concentration. Plus 19 is the final number on the icon save. Well, well, damn. Um, Cell's going to go ahead and take another uh, five feet back. Going to run in, poison spray. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. You can get the hell back out of there. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I like it. Anything Uh, else you can do? um, He's going to go ahead and... Bardic Inspo... Lustra. Bardic inspiration to Lustra. That's gonna bring it back to my vampire boy. Oh boy. Back to my vampire oh. boy. You stand back up to stab him in the neck. He is going to try to cl- just claw at your face and send you back to the ground. He gets a 19 to hit. With disadvantage? With disadvantage. And a minus d4. Oh, that's right. You took patient defense. 
so with disadvantage. Oh, and the D4. Oh man, you guys are you guys are trying. Please don't kill me again. Oh, this might work out for you. Minus the D4 is a 12 to hit. Oh, thank God. <sighs> you do not hit. hit. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a miss. He's going to try to bite you now. Great. Still disadvantage. Yep. Natural one. Oh! Natural one. He's on going to get his teeth pulled. <laughs> vampire boy. Oh, man. Now, this is the point. If he was a named character, I'd pull a little piece of paper out of the bucket, too. Not one of the named characters. Not one of the named characters, but I'm pretty tempted. I just want to. I just want to pull a name out of here. Let's see what happens to him. Can we use our reaction to just write up a little name tag and glue it onto his chest? Does this mean if it was adolescent Colin, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm totally going to pull a fumble. Just because just it's the first snatty one that I've got is... is uh, in my set of roles for the campaign. This one's called Breakage, and unfortunately isn't really going to be relevant. Uh, if he was using a weapon, it would break, assuming it's not magical. Uh, if he's unarmed, I am supposed to damage something out of his inventory. So this is the one that uh, Lenari got, isn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. So. so. Yeah, this is the same one you pulled. Unfortunately, he's holding nothing aside from... This probably has that your dart. The dart. So yeah. your, oh, no, dart no, 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 dart. your dart breaks. Your dart breaks. God damn it! You, you have no darts. <laughs> oh, that is so fake. <laughs> Was it really a fumble? <laughs> he just like swings at me, misses, and then it's just like you know what? Snap! <laughs> just takes your dart out of his pocket, snaps it right in front of your face. What a dick. Oh, oh man. Awesome. Perfect. You sure he Perfect. doesn't lose his water wings? Oh, man. But, yeah, in the uh, future, typically I only pull if it's, a, if it's a named character. But why not? That's my first <laughs> combat one. Uh, and it really worked out for me anyway. <laughs> it really worked out for me. Oh, man. Not only do both of those attacks happen, you watch as the wound he suffered in his neck starts to close back up at the beginning of his turn. And then he starts to make a lot of noise. He's screaming at the top of his lungs, warning the others on the boat that he is in combat. And you can hear boots start to shuffle up top. And there is a very good possibility that 11 more vampires are going to join initiative next week. Oh, oh no. See you there. <laughs> and I'm going to face tank all of them. Give us a week to reroll. Uh, I blame the one team.